So here on Secondhand Screenplay, I've written 10 pages from memory based on a random 10 minutes of a TV show that I saw. Today we're going to read those 10 pages aloud, and then my co-host here is going to have to try to guess which TV show it was that I actually watched. To make things a little easier on him, I'm going to present him with at least three different options, all based around a common theme. And considering this is our pilot episode, I thought a fitting theme would be pilots. So I have chosen three different NCIS pilots. Ready to fucking die. Don't include that. Edit that out. Welcome, everyone, to the pilot episode, the first episode of Secondhand Screenplay. Woo! Um, wow, what a, what a happy studio audience we have here. Big the applause budget. sign, the applause yeah. sign goes off. Everyone's like, ah. Big budget podcast. Hold your applause. The applause sign's off. Please, Everybody shut up, please. please. Anyway, I'm, uh, I'm your host for this episode, Bill, and with me is my co-host, Nate. There we go. Introductions out of the way. You didn't butcher it yet. You got my line done. Yeah. I said my line. Fucking. Aspiring actor. I'll take my Oscar in the mail. Thank you very this, much. This is the aspiring actor, everybody. So here on Second End Screenplay, we're doing NCISs, because I know you haven't seen them. I definitely have it. I was even unaware that NCIS stood for Naval Criminal Investigative Service. Now, in my youth, uh, like. I thought it was national. <laughs> What have made more Not sense? Navy related at all. No, no, no. Like, just like federal level not, criminal investigative services. That's what I was going to say is that uh, I used to, when I used to come home from school, my parents were really big on daytime television. Most, most specifically my dad was huge on daytime TV. So uh, like after his Judge Judy and uh, whatever like court shows there was like, NC was NCIS. My parents would watch that. So I've seen like quite a bit of it. Not the pilots, to my knowledge, anyway, because this was so long ago. In any uh, serial-based TV show, no way the pilot is the best one. <laughs> but never did I like. I didn't. I didn't know that it was Navy. Like I was like, I've seen so much of this show in my life. It's a show about fucking cops, like no, naval, naval, <laughs> naval cops, and you, naval military matters. And that makes you wonder, like, how, how. Why is there so much shit happening on Navy bases across the country that that spurred three TV shows? Like, three TV shows at the minimum. There's actually I had four to choose from. It was, which I guess is gonna bring me to my next point. Uh, how many NCIS shows do you know? So let's 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 quiz you. Let's quiz your knowledge. So we talked NCISs. I brought this up off screen and I was hushed. And I was uh, told the. To, well, Save I don't want to tell now. you you were a fucking idiot. Save so. it for now, but okay. <laughs> so you're telling me there's four at least, so I yeah, need four. But I know there's NCIS New York, which I didn't know there was a Navy in New York, but I'm pretty sure that's a show. There's NCIS Miami. Uh, there's Hawaii Five-0. That's not related to NCIS. Also, 90210. That's another thing that's also about boats. There's boats in that one. Are we talking about boat shows or NCIS? And then, and then, so if you take the boats out of it, there's Miami and New York, and I, originally I said Los Angeles, but thinking about it now, uh, there's no Navy base in Los Angeles. It's in San Diego, so San Diego, and then we're out of Navy bases. Uh, so, uh, I'm, I'm going to cut you off this because this is getting painful. Washington, D.C. Holy crap. The only one you said that was close to being What? Correct I didn't get a single one? Was Los Angeles. <laughs> NCIS shows, at least from my uh, little, little Google Wikipedia research, NCIS, NCIS Los Angeles, NCIS New Orleans, and then NCIS Hawaii is the okay. new, most recent Hawaii Five-0. I said that. Yeah, but... Uh, where the fuck is the Navy... In New Orleans, all right? <laughs> Where do they fucking put the boats? Around the, the bogs, you know? The it's landlocked. <laughs> I'm almost certain Louisiana is a landlocked state. Well, we all know Navy members get into a lot of trouble on shore leave. Mardi Gras. <laughs> it's all Mardi Gras-based episodes. <laughs> and this, this naval member took her tits out. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> in, in Mardi Gras. Now we have to investigate. Or worse, a Navy guy. This naval sailor, seaman, he takes his dick out at Mardi Gras. Now we have to investigate the indecent exposure. So with that in mind, I uh, flipped a couple coins. You know, it spun a wheel. And the three that I had to choose from 
or the I, I didn't even choose the three that I spun. NCIS, the basic NCIS, the first one, which is based spinoff of Jag. <laughs> Where is it based? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Good. It's good. It's been off of, we'll get to the log lines. Maybe it'll reveal a little bit there, but definitely uh, spin off of Jag, which was all over the place. Uh, NCIS LA and NCIS Hawaii. So I'm glad New Orleans is not. Do you know which like one New Orleans was like in the order of spinoffs? I believe the spinoffs went NCIS, NCIS LA. And then NCIS New Orleans. Because I know NCIS Hawaii is like new, like 2021 release date. Like it's like. Uh, They're still making it's this like fucking a show? Because NCIS LA was a spinoff from an episode of the actual NCIS. Like it was season six or whatever, they had the guys over, and then now they get their own show. And I, I didn't bother looking at New Orleans because it didn't come up. Why New Orleans? <laughs> like, I don't. So many questions. What? What? No answers. <laughs> There's no... Okay. I'm not in the U.S. Navy. So what I say might not be accurate. There's no fucking water in Louisiana. What the fuck? <laughs> Why is there a naval combat investigation? I'm sure if you really tried to get a boat there. Is it crime? Naval Crime Investigation Service. Services. Correct. Why are they in New Orleans? I, 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 don't, I don't got answers for you. But I'm sure someone out there does. I don't get it. Okay, if you're listening <laughs> to this, if you're listening and you created NCIS, is that Dick Wolf? That's I, Law and Order. Yes. But... If you invented NCIS, we got that big of a listener already. Message me privately and let me know why New Orleans. I don't get it. Can you look up? Can you bring it up? Is there a naval unit in Louisiana? Uh, You just Google naval unit Louisiana. New Orleans specifically because that's where their investigative services are. Uh, Naval Air Station Joint Reserve Base, New Orleans. Oh, it's an air station. Also, it's a reserve unit. Yes, which makes them more alive. <laughs> but, uh, like, it's it's Naval Air, right? Because the U.S. Yeah, is, well, because the U.S. US is, is huge. Yeah. It, they got Air Army, Air Naval, and then actual Air Air. Air stuff. Air. Air Air. Okay, it makes sense. All right. So I'm 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 gonna pitch you the first. It NCIS doesn't make sense now. that no, that was no, no, big no. enough for them to have a whole show. But they, they did. They did. You, you can doubt it all up. Just believe it or not, here <laughs> it's true right now. You gotta turn the laptop away from me. I just seen <laughs> the score, the Rotten Tomato score. All right, all right. However, I didn't see what spoilers. show that's for. Yeah. Now. Read me the rest. I don't know. Switch up the order. All right. No. We're going to pick... Uh, we're going to go most recent to least. So, NCIS Hawaii. You know, they're, they're new. 2021. Uh, almost kind of reboot on CBS. CBS. Rotten Tomatoes Series Info. Here we go. The first female special agent in charge of NCIS Pearl Harbor, Jane Tennant, has thrived and risen through the ranks by equal parts confidence and strategy in a system that is pushed back on her every step of the way. Together with her unwavering team of specialists, they balance duty to family and a country while investigating high-stakes crimes involving military personnel, national security, and the mysteries of the sun-drenched island paradise itself. That's so morbid. <laughs> sun-drenched island paradise. Well, like I like to say the name Jane Tennant. How lazy fucking was that, huh? <laughs> Tenant. You're just yeah, occupying. David, David Tenant? Doctor, oh. Doctor Who, right there. You're just occupying the show. <laughs> Jane. Jane Doe. And Jane they're like, no, Doe. we can't go with Jane Doe. She doesn't die. Yeah. She doesn't die in the show. So we need to remember her last name is not. Jane. And then Tenant. And, I mean, I don't know. It's 2021, like, <laughs> reboot. So, like, it doesn't, I don't think it would get... Good reviews. Although, who's fucking watching this shit? I didn't even yeah, so it. so you now have to guess uh, the Rotten Tomatoes, and we're just doing audience scores because those are the only ones I have 
for the entire run of the series, not just like, no, I, yeah, yeah. So we'll do uh, the entire run of the series rather than just the first season. Well, the only fucking people reviewing this are boomers, all right? If you're a boomer and you're listening, uh, suck it, all right? So the boomers are watching NCIS and they love this shit. I bet it's fucking got an awesome score. I bet it's fucking... Audience score out of 100. 73. 25. Who's watching this fucking <laughs> show, man? The boomers. I thought they would love this shit. No. Although they're fucking... They can't... Critic rating. Critic rating. 60. Audience 25. What a disparity. Huge disparity. All right. Now, now we're going to flash it back. We're going to go the old NCIS. The original. Second, second option. NCIS OG. Uh, released in 2003. Naval Criminal Investigation Service Specialist Agent Leroy Jethro Gibbs leads a group of colorful personalities in investigating crimes ranging from murder and espionage to terrorism that have evidence connected to Navy and Marine Corps personnel. That's it? That's the whole line? Uh, the rest oh. is like describing each character and like their background and stuff, which is going to be make it too easy for you. Uh, so you got one character from the Hawaii. You got Jethro one character Tull? from this. Is that what they said? Jethro Tull? Leroy, the singer-songwriter? Leroy Jethro Gibbs. Like, I mean, it was good enough to spawn all these shitty spinoffs. And I did see a number, unfortunately. But I'm going to guess that this one's in the 80s. It's specifically 82. 82, yeah. That's the one number you saw. <laughs> I would guess that this one would be higher than the rest. Let's, uh, so if there's any of them that are going to be in 82, I would guess it's this one, the original. OG, And it only goes downhill from here. 83. <laughs> 82. All right, so you got, out of the three, this screenplay we're about to read coming up here I did, wait, is long. from it's Hawaii, original NCIS, or NCIS LA. Do I get to guess LA's... Uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Well, I gotta, I gotta read you the series. Oh, info okay, first. okay. You know, there's a flow here. Sorry, I fucking. I don't know this sounds very impromptu, but I guarantee it is. So let's fucking move on. <laughs> good, very good, very good. All right, NCIS uh, LA. In the second show in the NCIS franchise, focuses on high world stakes in the office of special projects OSP. In Los Angeles. What the fuck does that even mean? Highly trained agents use the most advanced technologies available to go undercover and apprehend criminals deemed a threat to national security. What the fuck does that even mean? That Special is, projects. That is actually gibberish. That is Special <laughs> projects. They are doing arts and crafts. <laughs> uh, Audience uh, rating. Rotten Tomatoes. Thoughts? Well, like... It, it's fucking the second one. And it spawned two more spinoffs, from my knowledge. I, I, I would call Hawaii a reboot at this point. A complete reboot. Uh, probably. I, I think the other shows are still running, but it's... Uh, like, I, I, I don't really know if it's much of a spinoff as like a... Like, uh, I don't know. Re- if reimagining. I was, if I was fucking, like, watching NC... If I was watching NCIS, like, for fun, and I was like, oh... Another one? I'd be like, yeah, okay, that's sweet. That's awesome. I get to watch more of whatever this is. So I bet it's in the 60s. I bet it's like a... Uh, I, got, I bet it's like a 59. Close. 69. So not like that close. Oh, the digit-wise, I was hey, one hey, off. Close than the one you guessed, like, what, 60 out of fucking 25? I thought surely this show has to be good enough that, like... They're, they're making the wide it. audience of the internet does not pander to anything. No one under 30 is watching this show. No, apparently not. All right, so now we get to the meat and potatoes. You got those three, you got them locked in your brain because you got to, after we read this, you know, very dramatic. So I know dramatic. that one based off a of place, NCIS, which is, I think it's set in New York. Well, let's, let's, let's find out right now. NCIS. Uh, it's, it's got a, maybe it's set somewhere. Maybe it's set nowhere. Surely it must be set somewhere. 
I feel like New York is a is a thing. Like I remember watching NCIS as a as a young man. Well, there's also CSI, you know. CSI and New I, York, it's yeah. CSI Miami. C- you were just pitching us CSIs, <laughs> which weirdly don't have a lot to do with NCIS. They got to the my same letters. Chagrin. They got the same <laughs> they letters. They have the CSI, same. CIS. I had a I have a CSI computer game. Um, they made a CSI computer game, just so you know. I have it. I oh, own a wow. disc copy of it. Jeez. I've never played it. Uh, my dad gave it to me because that's something that he played, I guess, as an old person. And he said, here's a game for you. I know you like to play video games. CSI video game. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's awesome. Just a bunch of gruesome murders. Here's a kid point and click solve mystery. This not getting railroaded at all with the, the plot. My mom and sister used to play in all those Nancy Drew like point and click games. I imagine it's like CSI, but it's gruesome murders. <laughs> instead of like guts everywhere, instead of like the ghost is haunting the manor, and you have to figure out who it is. No, it's it's says this person was this, fucking their goddamn head blown off. <laughs> this fucking uh, navy general was in with the cartels and got no, assassinated. No, it's CSI. It's CSI. It's normal people. Oh, I sorry. Think. This this normal everyday person. <laughs> Blown off by the cartel. <laughs> now you, as an eight-year-old on a computer, solve this crime. <laughs> oh, jeez. But I, I did look up the original NCIS. They're based out of Washington D.C., but presumably I said NCIS D.C. Yeah, but it's not called NCIS D.C. <laughs> and if I said, "Hey, name NCIS shows," and you said NCIS, sure, you get a point. But uh, can you really do anything? Stupid show already. All right. Address, no, phone number. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't read those out. I don't want people coming to my place. <laughs> For those of you who can't see, which is everyone listening, the bottom of the script says... It's a title page. That's what you found on the title Written page. by name of first writer based on, if any, address, phone number. Hey, hey. If, don't think I made a title page. So if you want to come find Bill. He's at address, he's phone, at address number. phone number. He's, he's left it in the script. Alright, so we're going to do a dramatic reading of the 10 pages I wrote. Thank uh, God. I'm going to read the direction, and uh, we're going to kind of cast it on the fly so people know who we're supposed to be, because clearly we're not voice actors and can't do 40 different voices. But I am going to cast off the start. i got two characters in here. Uh, there's uh, Navy and Maverick. Navy is a person? I t- I didn't have a lot of names. Navy. <laughs> there's a character called Navy and there's a character called Maverick. You're going to be Maverick and I'm going to be Navy. They're sort of like the comedic duo. I'm Maverick? Of this. Yes. Okay. And uh, so there are going to be See, a lot of scenes opposite each other, so we're just going to get that casting out of the way. Right away, I'd say this is New Orleans, the airbase, <laughs> as we determined earlier. However, that's not one of the options. No. So they all have Hawaii, to do with LA, bases. DC. <laughs> all right. You even you said DC. It's not DC. It's just yeah. they're just based out of DC. It's already confusing. All right. You ready? I'm ready. The following was written with little or no context. Names, places, and plot points have been changed for comedic effect or because I forgot them. Your discretion is advised. Insert, You're the narrator? Insert proper music for this kind of transition. Exterior street day. A car pulls up outside an unassuming apartment building. Maverick, 30s, buzz cut, 5 o'clock shadow. The kind of guy who likes to tell people he's a bad boy. And Navy, 30s, the always professional true muscle of this duo, exit. Mm. They both eye up the building, unsure of what to expect. Ready? <laughs> One line. <laughs> so, what's our story? Story? Yeah, like if people ask why we're poking around here. I don't know. I'd probably pitch something boring. Boring is boring, man. You gotta spice that up. Alright. How about we're realtors? Do I look like a realtor? <laughs> I'm, I'm supposed to be the bad boy. <laughs> 
fine, fine, alright? I'm the realtor, and you're here to look at the apartment. <laughs> Can I even afford a place like this? Navy ignores Maverick and begins walking towards the apartment. Maverick follows, continuing to make wise-ass remarks. Interior, murder victim's apartment. The phone rings, but no one answers it, because Navy and Maverick are taking their sweet-ass time. An unassuming machine plays aloud. Hey, you freaks, Frank McGuire. I'm in the Navy and have some rank, but can't remember it right now, so leave a message. A series of beeps plays aloud as someone punches in digits on their end. Suddenly, the many unanswered messages on this machine begin to be deleted. Uh-oh. Navy kicks in the front door and both men enter guns drawn. They move like they're sweeping a bunker, the entire entrance rendering the previously seen utterly pointless filler. Clear! Navy rushes over to the answering machine, watching the last of the messages slowly be deleted. Looks like someone didn't want us to hear unknown Rank McGuire's messages. Maybe that nerd Eric can figure out who erased him. Maybe. Cut to interior. Way too advanced surveillance room. Eric, 20s, a nerdy guy, talks to Navy on a Bluetooth. The call came from outside the house. The surveillance room is really dark with funky LED TV screens everywhere. It should be unclear whether they are in a surveillance van or an office. Despite this, Eric and his coworker Mackenzie, I'll play Mackenzie, the stand-in female character, <laughs> still work from laptops at desks tucked away into the side of the room. I shouldn't be able to trace the call, but it will take time. This is the point in the episode that I make a snarky remark, but I can't remember what it is. Cool. Cut to murder victim's apartment. Navy and Maverick are going through unknown Rank McGuire's stuff. Maverick, fed up, walks into McGuire's office. <laughs> Navy follows him inside, carrying a framed photo and a birthday card. Found this on the kitchen counter. Maverick takes the photo from him. I can't remember what voice I did for Maverick. <laughs> what, what, he had a kid? But Frank wasn't married? <laughs> Before the situation can become more awkward, Navy reads the birthday card. To my favorite uncle, from Emma. <laughs> so, she, she wasn't his daughter. And we got this fucking out of the way. <laughs> looks like a birthday card. What good fucking... Maverick puffs at his chest trying to look cool. I never... <laughs> I never got a birthday card! Really? That's pretty sad. I'm gonna send you one this year. <laughs> like I need one. I'm still gonna do it. Just make sure it's stuffed with cash. That's fucking Maverick. <laughs> fucking dick. Sure. Exterior street. Maverick and Navy walk back to their car. You know that whole scene we had where we came up with an excuse to be snooping around this place? Sure? Want to use it for a couple stupid jokes? Of course! So you're telling me this place has no jacuzzi? You really need a jacuzzi? You got a better way to attract the ladies? <laughs> that laughter's improv. <laughs> Maverick notices that the clearly Mexican landscapers have arrived. I'll play landscapers. Say, these apartments come with the apartment? Wait, hold do these landscapers come with the apartment? Isn't that a little racist? Whatever, man. It's the current year that this show was filmed. Maverick walks over to the landscapers speaking Spanish. What? You just say the subtitles. <laughs> Good day, sir. Do you mind if I ask you a few questions? Sure. I'm looking for a new apartment and my very deceitful, shifty real estate agent over there. Maverick points at Navy, who's unaware of how he's being described. I recommended this place, and I was wondering if this was a safe neighborhood. Yes, it is a very safe neighborhood. Maverick abandons speaking Spanish. Is that so? Why does he stop speaking Spanish? Well, the landscapers have been responding in English this whole time. <laughs> okay, okay. I just know. Is that so? Because I heard that the Navy man whose apartment I just saw was murdered. The head landscaper reacts in shock. I just saw him yesterday. You're not gonna go with an accent for that one? Oh god, no. You might have been the last person to see him alive! That's impossible. Because he He's was here with friends. He's British. That's impossible, because he was with friends. Well, he was kidnapped, so they weren't his friends. 
Yes, they I were his friends. Not, I, I saw him. I saw them here with him every day. A very thoughtful look washes over Maverick. Navy notices as a suspicious car behind them, the one without license plates, oh, yeah. pulls out and begins to speed down the hill. <laughs> Navy, okay, I just like <laughs> just two people going about their business, and the car is just parked there. Suspicious, like suspicious, like. Looks like this is the point where they're talking about me. I better I speed you. away. Navy chases the car on foot. Something that <laughs> is clearly <laughs> something that is clearly meant to be badass, but will only later be seen as stupid. Navy eventually gives up and begins to the his walk of shame back to the car. Maverick runs over to join him. You get the plates. No, it was clean. Do we need one final line to sum up this scene? Interior, way too advanced surveillance <laughs> room. <laughs> Navy and Mackenzie are in the surveillance room with Eric. Mackenzie. Maverick. Jeez. Interior way to advanced surveillance room. Navy and Maverick are in the surveillance room with Eric, Mackenzie, and the other nerds on their team. We found him zip-tied and black-bagged. I doubt friends would do that. They probably did this every day and just zip-tied his hands so he wouldn't get curious and peep before they reached their destination. Did I read that right? Exactly how I wrote it. <laughs> okay, good. It makes no sense. Good. Yep. I used to do something similarly when I was deployed with the SEALs. Oh, okay, Navy. <laughs> Surprisingly, no one objects to this crazy theory. Eric, you find anything on this guy? He was really close with some ex-Spec Ops paratrooper named Bobby J. He's got one sister who's divorced and has a daughter named Emma. Maverick and Navy look at one another. Favorite, Favorite uncle! <laughs> well, someone should go talk to her. It's a good female voice. Thank you. Everyone turns and stares at Mackenzie because none of these grown men are capable of talking to a child, let alone a divorcee. <laughs> Fine. But I'm taking Nate with me. You're Nate. That's me. I'll be third nerd. Okay. Hey, everyone. i just like to say that I'm third nerd. I'm also into history or something, and this isn't supposed to be my first introduction, but the stupid writer forgot how to I fit into the story. Well, I'm Nate, and I'm different from the third nerd because I'm supposed to be a psychologist or something. Also, can I have a gun? No, you don't need a gun. But I look cool. Also, I don't even walk weird with it, so. Nate, you always walk weird. Wait, <laughs> there's one more thing. This is Eric. <laughs> I traced the number that wiped the answering machine, and it came from a cell phone owned by one Bobby J. The spec ex spec ops paratrooper. Exactly. This is you. But <laughs> you do a completely different voice, and you still have to specify. Like they won't put two and two together. All right. Well, I guess we'll talk to him. Hi, uh, third nerd again. I'd also like to mention that there's some kind of cartel assault that's supposed to be happening sometime. You know, to give this episode a ticking clock, but uh, it's not enough information here for to accommodate some drunk watching it out of order. Shut up, nerd. Almost used the wrong voice. Would have really ruined this <laughs> well, well choreographed episode. Exterior, Bobby J's Auto Shop. Navy and Maverick show up at a dilapidated auto shop. They easily walk into the back where a large group of men are clearly preparing for something. Bobby J, uh, which would yes. be you. Yep, 40s, heavy set, argues with someone on the phone. Damn it, Eddie, this isn't up for discussion. Just do it. Be a man. Navy and Maverick approach. He hangs up. Can I help you, gentlemen? To be honest, I forgot how this scene's supposed to go. That's alright, just make it up. I guess uh, I subtly bring up the erased messages. Well, those were intended for certain people, and I had to make sure they didn't reach the unintended ears. Seems... <laughs> seems like your boy's here preparing for something. That's none of your business! I used to be a Navy SEAL. That's why my name is Navy, since no one calls me by my name in these ten minutes. <laughs> Anyways, in the Navy SEALs, we had honor or something. We're done here! That's it? That's <laughs> Interior, female McGuire's kitchen. Female McGuire, 30s, the nervous divorcee sister of the deceased Frank McGuire, nervously sips a wine glass. You're going to play female McGuire. Of course. While Mackenzie and Nate awkwardly stand in her kitchen. 
Oh, fuck. Awkwardly stand in her kitchen. Pointless question number one. Quick answer. Pointless questions two and three that I also can't remember. Similarly quick answer. <laughs> Female McGuire's landline continues to ring. I should answer this. Excuse me. Female McGuire picks up the phone and walks out onto the balcony. Mackenzie turns and curses the gods. Hey, you drunk piece of shit! Why do I sound so stupid in this? You're gonna play the writer. Don't tell anyone, but I'm using you as a handicap for everything I forgot. Mackenzie rolls her eyes. It's just that I'm the only female member of this team, and I just wish I was used for something other than snarky remarks or plot devices. Me too. Are you guys done? It's time for me, Nate. That's Nate, this is Nate. <laughs> Are you guys done? It's time for me, Nate, the random side character who's clearly way at the bottom of the seniority list to show off how good I am at my job. Go ahead, Nate. Nate walks over to the fridge and pulls off a picture of Emma. You can tell a lot about someone from their fridge. For example, things. Or, you know, body language. Writer, off screen. See, Mackenzie, it's not just you. I clearly phoned this part in. Shut up! This is Nate now. Well, regardless, I've clearly deduced that from this photo and those questions you asked her that she's lying. Mackenzie stares at Nate in shock. No way! End of script. <laughs> That's it. I am invested. <laughs> I want to know what happens. I sold you. <laughs> I'm sold. I'll charge normal, like, uh, movie ticket admission prices right now. It's <laughs> like, clearly, there's a reason the pilot got picked up. Is that I want to know <laughs> what happens after this ten minutes. Alright, so you just, you just, we just read this nightmare of <laughs> the script. Which NCIS is it? Well, I have to... LA, Hawaii, or regular old basic NCIS? I have to admit something to you. <laughs> Until about 30 seconds ago, I had no fucking idea. <laughs> I had no clue. The whole time reading this, I was lost. <laughs> I said, this is every NCIS, and I have no sweet clue. However... You titled the script NCIS LA. <laughs> <laughs> so you're correct in So So you're gonna guess? I do know that it's LA. Yep. However, until forty-five seconds ago <laughs> now, I had actually no sweet fucking clue what this was. I was actually to be honest with you. Which way were you leaning prior to actually realizing? None, I hadn't it. thought about it. I was so <laughs> invested in the story. That when it ended, I was like, that's it? NCISLA. I, <laughs> I had not thought uh, even a little bit. To be honest, I was going towards Miami. I know that wasn't one of the options. Not an option. But that's not where I felt option. we were. Yeah, I was so you immersed. Felt we were in, Miami. in the screenwriting, I was seeing it in my head in Miami, which is not even a real show. When, when I got to the end of that, I was like, oh, I think I oversold it as an LA. Because it, it definitely has a coastal vibe. I mean, I got a coastal vibe. Yeah. And your options are Hawaii, which has a female lead, like, stated in the description. This is the only female and there's, character. There's no, there's no female lead. I played that pretty fucking hard. And then normal NCIS is based in DC. Miami. <laughs> I got Miami vibes. Your answer is Miami, and the correct answer is LA. I was so <laughs> close, though, man. Honestly, I was Miami so and close. LA, they're only like a fucking continent width apart. It's a know? red eye flight away. <laughs> it's so close, man. So, at this point in the show, we're going to take a little break so we can actually watch the episode of NCIS LA that I based those 10 pages on. For those of you listening at home, if you want to know exactly what I had to work with when I sat down to write those, start at the 10 minute mark and then only watch up to the 20 minute mark. The episode, of course, is the pilot episode for NCIS LA, titled Identity, directed by James Whitmore Jr. and written by Shane Brennan. And we're back! Wow, what an entrance. So we just watched the, the pilot episode Identity of NCIS LA. Uh, thoughts? First, let's just... Thoughts about the entire episode as a whole, and we'll get into my uh, fucking fever dream of it. Thoughts about the whole episode, uh, I mean, plot <laughs> twist, I guess. What a plot twist Maybe. at the end. The, the, the father being uh, uh, the real criminal. Yeah, but I, th I think it's 
it's easy to uh, make a plot twist like that when you withhold information from everyone, right? Like that's why all mysteries have a good plot twist. It's the classic plot twist of like I didn't tell them this, so they're not even thinking it, and it's that. And then here's the twist. Yeah, yeah exactly. And it's like okay. How would I think that the girl's dad kidnapped her? You mentioned him one time. And he's out of the country. And then and he calls again. <laughs> it's stupid. It's dumb. It's lazy writing. And it's dumb. <laughs> Shane Brennan, if you're... talking about this guy's has a very storied it, career. He's done a lot of work. In it, it's like making an adventure movie where someone steals the golden gem. And then going, nobody could ever know who stole it. Everyone is dead. And then going, well... Actually, someone's alive, and he has it. Wow, good plot twist. You just didn't give us information, and then you... But, that's, but to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, that's every crime show. So, with that being said, I liked it. If I could smoke a joint and watch this show, a lot of episodes of this show, I would. I was entertained. I was sitting there like... What? What's going on? Like, and I'm not even high right now. And I was like, that's crazy. Like, whoa. So, you know what? I think Shane Brennan, great job uh, writing a pilot that got picked up uh, in CISLA. It's good. Uh, it's entertaining. And I can't believe that I watched it and that's what really happened in it. It's also really stupid, but that's good. It's good and stupid. Your your Rotten Tomatoes score, you got 1 to 100. Uh, 1 to 100, uh, well, for this reason, it's that uh, it's stupid, and it's dumb, and I hate it. And also, it was good, and it was mindless entertainment, and uh, I would watch more. It's stupid, and it's dumb, and I would watch a lot more of it. So because it is bad, but it is also good, I will give it the rating of... 75. There we go. That's all I was looking for. That was that was very interesting to watch the rest of the thirty minutes I hadn't seen out of the yeah, show. Yeah, I bet, I bet. Especially because I didn't understand the uh, the fact as as per my script that they were in like a they're in like a building. I mean, I knew that. I knew it was a. Oh, building. well, go fuck yourself. Okay. <laughs> but those ten minutes in isolation made no sense to no. anything at all. And but well, I pointed out the ten minutes I had seen. They show up at his house. Things happen, and they go other places. If and you that's told the me end. after we read the script. If you said, tell me the plot of what we just read, I'd say, no. <laughs> I don't know, man. Incorrect. <laughs> what, what are they talking about? What is going no, this on? That's why you can't trust secondhand sources. What, what, what can I They're tell investigating you? a murder. That's, I mean, that's a good plot. That, how did does you know? It, does I, it say anything about what we watched? My script that they no, it was. It was. Interior. But, murder victim's apartment. How is but that? That doesn't say anything about what we watched. <laughs> I, I, I didn't get anything. No, but I, that, that's minutes. what I mean. That's what I mean. There was nothing there for you. There was nothing there for the viewer. If you watch that ten minute segment, there's nothing. There's nothing. And there's so much backstory with the 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 bad boy, as I call them, Maverick. That's like built into the first ten minutes. And the last 10. Like, they really tried to bookend with his story. Yeah. And I missed it all. I don't I know any of them, I don't get it. And I started playing the video right there. And I missed it all. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get Maverick. It was a good show. I mean, it's a good show. I, I watched as a kid. Um, I, As much as I chastised the boomers for watching this earlier, I get it. Chastise the boomers for watching NCIS Hawaii, and they clearly didn't because it's rated very poorly. Well, if I had access, easy access to NCIS on cable television after I got home from the factory, <laughs> I think I would watch it every day. I think I would watch it every week. I would say, new episode of NCIS, I'm gonna watch it. Because what else do you watch? It's good. Pour uh, yourself a, a good old. Uh, it's mindless. Stubby, you- stubby beer. You know, you really, yeah. you really take it back. A at Pabst. That point. You pour yourself a Pabst. Pabst you watch blue it. Ribbon, a, 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 a Labatt stub. Something you know, like that. Something. It's it's good. A Moosehead. You watch it and. Hey, hey, I drink Moosehead, alright? Let's not fight. It's <laughs> not shit talking too much. You watch it and the whole time I'm like, I don't know what's going on. But whoa, they got to catch someone. And then at the end they go, oh, it was him all along. And I go, there's nothing you gave me. To lead me to that. No, but it's not like a, a Knives Out or like a Murder on the Nile or... Uh, 
This is the third murder mystery I'm thinking of. But where, like, you're supposed to... Guess it along. Because it's, like, an hour um, plus. The fucking Kaiser Sose. I guessed that one before... When we watched it, I yeah. guessed that before... Uh, Unusual Suspects? That's yeah. another... But, like, the, the That's clues... That's the mystery, and I guessed that clues one. clues are in there. Yeah, and there's no clues in this one. They don't give you anything. But in, like, a 40-minute uh I mean, pilot. fuck, you can include something. They just go... They just go... Oh, we have no idea. That's what I get. That's the lazy writing. Shane Brennan. You, got, you can't. You can't lay into every fucking writer we got. Anyway, Shane. I'm mad. The at point what you is, did. I read like sorry. I watched a random part of his screenplay and tried to cobble sense together. And, and clearly, you didn't. clearly the fault is on me, all right, for not watching the other thirty minutes. But that's the concept of this fucking podcast. Because, because, all right. Your 10 minutes, I had no idea what was going on. That, we watched 40 minutes, but you and said Shane you Brennan, you said I had no clue what was going on, man. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Seriously. All right, so authenticity on my 10 minutes. True to the, true really? to the episode. True to the episode. Because the episode made no fucking sense either, man. Your script made no sense. And <laughs> Shane Brennan's script made no sense. It was true to the original. Thoughts on thoughts on how I played the Mackenzie character. <laughs> Mackenzie? Uh very inaccurate. I thought that was not true to Mackenzie at all. Yeah. And getting only ten minutes. I I, I could missed, see I missed a lot. Because in those ten minutes, she appears like in one of those. Oh, like, Mackenzie's the girl. Yeah. Maverick's the guy. Sorry. Oh, okay, you want to call my map? Yeah. Mackenzie the girl, the red shirt. I, I got the scene with her in, like, the room when uh, the, the new guy, who I didn't even know the third movie was meant to be, like, a new, like, audience perspective on the whole thing, um, uh, kind of introduction. But I, I got that scene with her, which I, I totally fudged her lines because I forgot them. And then uh, she's in the other one where she gets paired up with Nate and is unhappy about it. I feel like I, I got that accurate. And then she goes to that place with Nate and I fudge her lines again. Okay, so uh, character character review... Uh, Mackenzie, uh, I'd say fairly accurate. I think you leaned very heavily on, um, that she's just a token character when I think she was meant to be an authentic character and she had actual purpose and... She has more purpose later and, on in but, like the later 20s. But if we're talking about like a, uh, patriarchy view of it. Oh, wow. And talking about it through the feminist lens, then her perspective, her, her, her purpose in this whole episode that I saw was her to talk to the other woman. And, she and also, that's not good. She also wasn't the only woman in the show, as I didn't know that fucking Edna from The Incredibles was the other fucking female main it, character. It, in at least show. in this episode, Mackenzie was just a woman who talked to the other woman, and that's why they gave her there. Yeah, which you was, did right. It was, which it was, you it was did a right. disappointing. I was it was disappointing. She could do more, and, and she didn't see But there were so many purpose. characters that I was just introduced to on like the backup team. Yeah. Being like the, the two nerds, like Eric and the, the, the new guy. Um, what, I, I even can't remember his name right now. And then, then you had Nate. Oh, yeah. What is his name? Uh, you, the nerd you, 3? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You called him uh, the other guy's name, like uh, Eddie. Eddie, but. Eddie! Eddie's used on the phone with Bobby J. So I'd say Mackenzie was a solid, I'd say seven. All right. I'd all say right. you dep- you leaned really heavily into it. However,. She, I was disappointed with the writers in the uh, real show. Oh, okay, okay, that's Mackenzie. Let's go, Nate. Nate, um, we're gonna reverse through the script. Yeah, there wasn't too much. There wasn't too much of him. Uh, he had a little He's funny comedic effect, but he didn't. He didn't do anything except for he knew about the cartel members somehow. Uh, I'd say you're uh, writing that up, that fridge. Like, <laughs> I know, like, I know things like, about did, people. Like, it doesn't. It, I mean, I fuck. Okay, I'm, go into, I'm not gonna go. Into, I'm not gonna go into it about how much I dislike the writing bleep. of Shane Brennan. I'm gonna bleep uh, all of it out. <laughs> I, how I dislike the writing of Shane Brennan, and yet how I would still watch so much more <laughs> of it. But Nate, I'd give him an uh, eight and a half. Eight and a half. You depicted Nate. him really eight and well. Eight and a half for Nate. All right, let's uh, let's go to uh, third nerd, I guess. Third nerd. Yeah, it's got to be depicted poorly. Basically, I, you said... I, I forgot his entire purpose. But you said, case. I don't know anything. I'm a history buff and a nerd. And that <laughs> was it. 
I give him a nine. <laughs> third nerd was a nine. Really, third nerd is a nine. Just by the, me forgetting that his whole point supposed to be the audience surrogate. <laughs> but right. I didn't even pick that up while watching the show. So oh, I, I think you depicted him He's definitely supposed to be the new guy. He's supposed to be the audience surrogate. Okay, so uh, we got him. Eric, the nerd. Eric's nerd one. Eric nerd one is really good. Uh, he's just the... When you watch CSI, the... Uh, White lady with the blonde hair that's dating LL Cool J. I haven't watched this. Um, I love how you related back Penelope, to LL Cool J. Penelope, I think. Um, anyway, that's that's he's her for this show. Uh, yeah, it's solid nerd character. Nine, again, I'd say you wrote him I, pretty I, well. I got him pretty good. I think so. I think so. All right. Uh, uh, Bobby J, I guess, is the other character that had lines. Bobby J... Uh, not good, let's, man. Let's, let's chuck Bobby J and Female McGuire up into the same Bobby like, J side character. Bobby J, Female McGuire, Landscaper. Yeah. The, the other people who are just adding their voices so sure. they can progress the plot. Sure. Bobby J, not good. I thought he was from Boston. So I'd give you a four. You on base Bobby that J. off his name. You base that off his name, well, hands down. You know, and they call him Bobby J in the show. So Bobby that's J, I give you a four. I give you a four on Bobby J. Did All not right. get that character. Right. Hey, I'm Bobby J. Eddie, Eddie. You really wanted him to be Italian. Mackenzie, <laughs> um, uh, no, Miss McGuire. Um, Female McGuire, as I call her. Bereaved divorcee. There's not much to write there. She's not actually uh, <laughs> bereaved. She's, she's not a widow. She's, not, she's a, not that bereaved other than the loss of her daughter, but not her husband. And we don't either. even figure that out until way past. Uh, yeah. Time. I thought the daughter was there just off screen. I'd give you an 8 for Miss McGuire. Wow. A 4 There's for Bobby Jane. There's not much to write for. for these characters are so shallow. <laughs> There's not much you need to write to get Landscaper. 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 If I could give you a 0, I could. <laughs> but I gotta give you a 1. I can't give you a zero, so you I really give dislike you a one. how I said the landscaper. The landscaper scenario was set up to make Maverick look like so much more of a douchebag than he but actually he, is. I feel like he was a douchebag in that scenario because he goes over to the guy just speaking Spanish and the guy responds in English. Yes, yes. but not how you yes. wrote it. But not how you wrote it. No, I clearly remembered it worse than it actually was. All right, on I'll the give screen. you a two. Thank you. Please. <laughs> Praise you get a two for the landscaper, <laughs> but that's not a good writing. That was <laughs> that was not good. And then we move to the main characters, right? Navy, Navy first. Navy, Navy, played by LL Cool J. <laughs> now I gotta, I want to be nice to you because I know that you got ten minutes. I only got ten minutes. Of that you show. only got ten minutes. However, I feel like you. Fucked up the dynamic <laughs> I totally of the two of them so bad. That dynamic in those 10 minutes, though, was so, like, inverse of what it is for the other 30 minutes of that show. And that's why I'm going to be nice to you and I'm going to raise your grade. <laughs> However, wow. I still got a pair in what they really are. I got to give you a five for both of them. That's fine. I'll take that. Because I, I they, although, like, yeah, there's the witty commentary, which you did include. They're not as douchebaggy as you painted them to be at all. Yeah, I only painted Maverick as the douchebag. And Did Maverick, they, uh, to me, Maverick really? has played a lot. Uh, Maverick is like Kalen, I believe, actually, in the show, his name. But he's he's played a lot more for a sad sack, like a like a guy who's got trauma and stuff, which is all in the ten, like first ten and last ten minutes. Not in any of what I saw. I was introduced to this character. By him, like, criticizing LL Cool J about the kind of story that they were going to use to walk into that building. And, then and LL Cool J Asking maybe. whether the landscapers were part of the lease so he could go talk to them in Spanish. I did not piece LL Cool J as Navy when you introduced the Navy. I forgot he was black. I know you included that, but I forgot. I didn't even include that. You didn't? Oh. Uh, so, I forgot. I, I don't know. I didn't picture didn't. Navy as LL Cool J. But... When I read him, I thought, man, that guy's kind of an asshole. Sure, Maverick is a douche, but Navy's an asshole. That's what I got. And they're dynamic. You're so adamant that the birthday card scene works so much better 
as two people like taking the piss out of each other than how I wrote it because it's all how I remember. You wrote it like is, two assholes. I don't fucking have a birthday. Card. I never got a birthday card. Well, that maybe I'll cool. get you one, loser. That makes me cool. Well, I never got one. Well, I'll get you one. You better make a fucking whole goddamn paycheck of yeah, cash in there. I didn't want to do that. I just cranked the, the, the satire up to fucking 11. Yeah, I'll give you fives for both of them. That's fair. That's fair. Because it's not written accurately. But how could you? Okay. <laughs> well, that was, so that was, that was 10 minutes. 10 minutes I uh, exfoliated into a Script overall? Oh, now we gotta go... If we're gonna grade the script overall, like we we need a finale, the script overall, ten minutes related to the ten minutes of the show, from minute ten when they walked out arguing, to minute twenty where uh, Nate tells her, you know she was lying to you and she looks at him with those like big eyes like no yes this is I've got to give you six and a half it's, oh so, I'll take that I'll take that as a first. <laughs> Congratulations on your six and a half first episode. The point was across, and although I had no idea what was going on after watching the to show, fair, after don't... watching the show, I realized that I don't know what was going on in the show either. Period. So <laughs> that was good. That that was captured well. So uh, good job, uh, six and a half. Uh, compl- it was a completely different show that you wrote for me. And yet, it was that's, still accurate. That's, because that's they, how little this show makes sense. Shane Brennan, what are you doing, man? Really? They wrote a, they wrote a drama and I wrote a comedy. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Saying, and yet, neither of them makes sense. The fact that there was a six and a half Passover, I'll take his credit. <laughs> Definitely on my side. That's you pandering to me. So, very good job, my friend. You get pity points because the show was stupid. So, you get a six and a half. Congratulations. Put a medal on your wall. Or whatever. Put it on your fridge. Right. You get this award. So this has been a, a second-hand screenplay. Uh, you know, a script written by one idiot and read by another. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm Bill. And I'm Nate. And uh, thanks for listening. Thank you. See you next time.